I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Lace up your pumps, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus and Jim's with me. Hello. Pete's here. Hello. And Luke is also here. All right. Oh, I am. Um, <laughs> now, Jay Bothroyd has been showing off his new tattoo. It spells out love. We like that. We like love, don't we? We're all about the love. We're lovers, not fighters. Well, the, the, the L is represented um, by a handgun. Oh, like uh, an L-shaped handgun? Yeah, yeah. Okay, the yeah. O is, is a hand grenade. Nice. <laughs> uh, the V is a flick knife. And the E is an AK-47. Um, the meaning, apparently, um, I say apparently, according to Bothroyd, is that you have to fight for love, clearly by any means. Um, uh, so, I'd like to ask you, the Football Ramble, if you had a tattoo of someone or something from the incredible world of football, what would it be, Jim? That, firstly, that's a baffling explanation, isn't it? <laughs> he, he also I, said I don't that, think we can move on from that straight away. <laughs> he also said in the interview, he, he ends the interview by saying, more than anything, it's artistic. <laughs> more than anything. Yeah. More than anything, yeah. you're an effing idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly a mixed message. And what I would do um, is I would have a tattoo of Zinedine Zidane, um, but on my knee, I've got quite knobbly knees, yeah. so my knee would make like the baldness of his head. Oh, I like, like that. a sort of 3D tattoo. And, <laughs> and you have, have hair around the knee as well. I have a Matarazzi on the other one and occasionally knock them together yeah. oh ooh, strong start yeah. good and uncharacteristic oh, strong that start. was mine <laughs> <laughs> well you better think of another Except one mine then. was Dyer and Boya <laughs> 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 so you'd have Boa on your fist yeah no, I'd have um, well, Boya as you said you know his face sort of contorted into a fist yeah. so. who, who was trying to break him apart <laughs> Dyer and Boya uh, I'd have him on my, on my hand <laughs> I, I think, from what I remember, it was Pete just desperate yeah, to I not be embarrassed <laughs> any longer. David Maybe Batty. I remembered it wrong. <laughs> Might have been Batty. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't Batty. Uh, Pete could have been Batty. Um, I would probably go for a full size um, Peter Crouch tattoo, and then I'd look taller. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes any sense? Pro- probably. I think doesn't. you know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, oh, work, very good. Ambitious. Yeah, I've always wanted to look taller as the rap song goes. <laughs> as the exact rap lyrics go. Skilo. I've always wanted to look taller. <laughs> yeah. <Skilo. laughs> yeah. Oh, I didn't see that coming. Luke. <laughs> um, I'd, I'd have a picture. I just made it up while you were asking the question because I didn't have one. <laughs> so oh. there you go. Oh, you've. Could have been, been better. Not trying. <laughs> show, Let behind the curtain there, Peter. Um, can't wait for the game this week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd go for a tattoo on my chest. Yes. Like a Jed in Alan Park. Uh-huh. But of Luis Suarez, uh-huh. but in the style of uh, the bloke from Twilight, vampire. Think about it, biting. Ah, oh, okay, right. Ooh, we move on to that. Yours are better than mine. More than anything, it's artistic. <laughs> yeah, because more than anything, <laughs> you're art- artistic. <laughs> yeah, I'm autistic. <laughs> I think um, so I don't, anywhere on my body, 
Uh, one of Sven. You're quite hairy. You've got yeah, the, you, you'd never you find it. hairy body. You can't one sit of, anywhere. Yeah. One of Sven um, being hugged very, very tightly, gripped, if you like, by Tord Grip, both celebrating a goal um, that Darius Vassell has scored for England. Can I just say. <laughs> you sound like strangely serious about this. You're almost a little bit <laughs> excited. Like you like like, planned it out. Look at this, Jim. Have you got the flash at home? <laughs> Can I just say, as someone who's playing the same football team as Marcus, I have seen you naked. Yeah. You're mm. a very hairy man. Yeah. No I know this. for a fact yeah. the only place you're going to be able to get that uh-huh. is on your bum. That's naughty. No, you could, no, you could get Valderrama's face. That's not a denial. Valderrama's face on the penis, and the hair could be the hair. That's not. Firstly, that's not true, and I, and I don't like to discuss such things. The listeners <laughs> well, will get, I did. They'll get all excited, and they won't be able to hear about all the good football chat that we're about to come up with. Good football oh. chat. The football ramble. <laughs> the thing is, the people haven't heard this before. They're actually going to be expecting good football chat now, <laughs> and we're about to let them down. I, I think the words out. Um, <laughs> is it? You, you've got a tattoo, haven't you, Luke? I have, yeah. yeah what is it, it again? With Pete Forever. Pete Forever. I won't yeah. say what it means. Yeah, yeah. Pete, have you got a tattoo? Got loads. <laughs> Pete. We've Come at me, bruh. Dr. Zeus, the bad guy from uh, Monkey Island. I'm not making that up. It's not a guy, he's, he's, a, legs. he's, zombie, he's a zombie pirate. Then. Pirate Lynch Chuck. Is there a dog? Is there a dog? Is there a dog on your leg? That's an important question that we should all ask ourselves. <laughs> is any there point. a dog on your leg? <laughs> is there a dog on my leg? No, there's not a dog on my leg. Oh. There's a chimpanzee on my leg. Oh, okay. He's sorry. just pleased to see you. Mm. How stupid of me. Jim's got the points. Well cool. done, Jim. We knew that from the offer. That was a good answer, Jim. Yeah. Mine was a good answer, too, but I thought Jim, he hasn't won for a week or two. Uh, let's go to the Premier League, you maniac. N- Nobody's a winner in this. You are podcast <laughs> power. Well, Spurs and, won. And also Spurs were winners. Yeah, they, yeah. they beat so Manchester City 3-1. <laughs> um, what a turnaround. What a turnaround indeed. I think it Left was it very win, a great win for Spurs. The neutrals would have been um, very happy with that too, Jim. Mm. Uh, Sammy Nasri, of course, he scored little yeah. so-and-so. Well, I was thinking, not that I'm biased, that it would be 4-0 to City yeah. and that um, Nasri... Gal Clichy and Kylo Toure would mm. score and then Emmanuel Adebayo would get an own goal but yeah. it didn't happen it's almost like those players don't care about Arsenal anymore <laughs> <laughs> and, and which also, is one thing they've got to go with the current Arsenal bunch of players indeed. to be fair Adebayo looked like he did really care about Arsenal because <laughs> yeah. as soon as he went off it kind of all changed for uh, Spurs really didn't it all changed all changed Adebayo was Bale's ball into Clint Dempsey it was, it was sickening was it wasn't it it was just kind of like uh, it was just like let's get, oh, nobody spotted it uh, apart from <laughs> Dempsey oh good yeah no I think other, other people could spot it but did not do it Dempsey could see it more than the defence because of his eyes his 360 fly eyes (laughs) (laughs) oh there it is it's a massive result for Spurs because they've been on a bit of a wobble and traditionally they are very poor in April and May going out of Europe as well would have knocked their confidence or you would think it would have knocked their confidence but it doesn't seem to have that's that's one of the things Andrea Villas-Boas has given them isn't it there's a bit of steel there a bit bit more belief Mm. than usual they've they've, they've wobbled but they've not like fallen over like they have in the past I think in the first half when City went 1-0 up they looked pretty comfortable yeah and you just well they know that they can score goals yeah and and you just thought oh this is going to take Spurs uh, it's going to be very very tricky for them to get the ball back and then actually start doing something with it but then Spurs in the second half they did what they do well, best well Spurs changed it around they yeah. brought on Huddleston brought on um, Holtby brought yeah. on Defoe mm. and it massively changed they did it. and there was, they, they were they were looked much more creative there were, there were slips they looked mm. more dynamic yeah. and to be fair as well City have dropped off a little bit they very little for them to play for really well, it's pretty true. but no they've been in good form seven, recently but yeah but they, they've not been spectacular have they but to be honest with you though I mean with if, I think if they if they had have won, you know, they would have been what ten points behind Manchester United. Mm. Now I know it's highly unlikely, but Mancini will still drum it into them. Look, 
you know, we we go until until the league's won. Kind yeah. of thing. Mm. And I mean, look at the way United capitulated last season. Yes, I think it's very highly unlikely. But while there's still a possibility, you've still got to keep going. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean Spurs have been a good team this season. Uh, like I said, the, the stats are, I think, overall in, in the Premier League era. Spurs are tenth overall in April and eleventh overall in May. Mm. So they do. And the last couple of seasons, they've they've dropped off, haven't they? In mm. the, the, the stages, so it's an important win for them. Arsenal have got an easier run in, but I actually think now, um, especially that, I mean, which we'll come on to in a minute, that last minute equaliser over Chelsea. Mm. They've got Europa League to worry about. They've got quite a tough run in out. Those three teams looking for for third and fourth. I think they might just dip out actually. Of the top four, yeah, Chelsea. Well, I think, yeah, I think they look like most likely to. Yeah, what a goal from Defoe, Pete. Yeah, uh, that, uh, that's weirdly classic Defoe for me. Is, I know because he just, he just knows right. exactly where the corner of the <laughs> corner of the net is. I don't know why he showed him onto his right foot. Yeah, he just kind of stopped, didn't he? It's he like smashes the ball from so many <laughs> angles up to Dwayne Defoe. Mm. I don't know why. I don't know why the defender, I forget who it was, was showing him onto his right, but he should be showing him down the line. Yeah, absolutely. It's so easy, so easy for him. And then of course Bale had to score, didn't he? Yeah, oh, yeah. Lovely afternoon. What a finish! Yeah, yeah it's a beautiful. Yeah. It was a beautiful finish. I was, uh, I was surprised so, that he didn't get a hand to it. To I'm pretty sure Spurs and Chelsea still got to play each other, so I imagine that'll come. That'll be a huge. They have, yeah, that's yeah. I hope. Uh, weeks, I think that's going to be a huge match. Well, I hope in that match, AVB manages to tie his tie properly, and you know, the the the, the knot was too low down on his chest yeah. for me. Because if you're going to wear a tie, wear a tie, but don't pull it. Don't pull on it. You're not a naughty schoolboy that's rejected no. authority by not wearing your tie properly. I'm gonna, I guess I'm saying I'm going to peanut him. I was going to say, you <laughs> love a peanut, don't you? No, oh, I've, never, I've never actually done one. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. no, 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 no. Yeah. I actually, to be honest. Get him in the atomic peanut. Right, what's the... It, well, it squeezes kill him. so tight that it actually like, splits the atom and the kipper falls off. Splits the atom? Yeah. Splits yeah. the atom? <laughs> Maybe an <laughs> Pompey <laughs> chat. Um, I was going to say, I don't like to see... Two yeah. things I don't like to see when a tie's involved. Yeah. Like, personally, it's just my own personal thing, mm-hmm. I don't like to see a shirt untucked with a tie involved. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. like to see a top button undone with a tie involved. I don't mind the top button. I'm a big fan of a collar bar. So I, oh, I yeah, about yeah. underneath nice, the tie. Nice. Bit, bit Bulbog Empire. Jim, I've seen you on stage yeah. with, with the tie and shirt untucked. Yeah, but it's my dishevelled thing, isn't it? No, no, I think it looks great. I just <laughs> not dishevelled not thing. Lifestyle. shove that in <laughs> <lifestyle. Personality. laughs> I'd love to see a manager come out with a tie bar. That'd be magnificent, would you? I don't know why they do What about a shoelace tie? Sipping a lovely whiskey. Call this place varmints. <laughs> Spurs. <gasps> Spurs on Spurs. We haven't had any have we had any um, American managers in the league? I don't think we have. Mm-hmm. No. no. Can Arena, get over here. Get Bradley. Get, get them all in. Get them all in. Um, uh, Liverpool v Chelsea was a superb game. Mm. Ended ended two all. Plenty, um, plenty of talk about. It just encapsulated <laughs> everything Suarez is about. He's a zombie. Biting, handballing, scoring, setting up. <laughs> Snaky runs. He went on a run at one point, which was ridiculous. Yeah. We went past about eight players. Yeah, no. <laughs> but it, it really did. I mean, Oscar got um, the game going with a nice header. Um, and then Sturridge came on with an immediate impact mm. it looked um, uh, very lively indeed and scored a great goal it was a lovely move that it was a great move um, and it was good to see him score and then and then Suarez an unnecessary handball gives away the penalty the penalty I liked what Guy, Guy Mowbray said he said that um, I was on the BBC website he said that Suarez went from hero to villain to hero in one half of football yeah yeah. <laughs> he's, such, he's such a controversial character I mean, and he that's, loves it he absolutely does he's love a it. heel he's a pantomime villain I he's all of those things he's uh, a proper 
like bad guy uh, it's, it's weird that you mention that Jim because I had to write something about the PFA shortlist last week mm. and I found myself writing on and it's controversial that Suarez has been included beca- because of his off field antics and I thought hang on a minute no. he hasn't had any off field they're all on the field whatever on the field you don't hear about what he's like in his personal life do you no really? you don't at all no, so well, it's all on the field yeah, so <laughs> he just stays on the pitch Yeah. I enjoyed uh, Carragher's leap gigantic leap for the uh, opening goal for uh, Chelsea oh yeah pathetic I'm not going to bother with this if, if that jump was directed more up if the angle was correct he'd have probably blocked it looking every second of his 35 yes soon as and Redknapp were confused about what Lucas was doing on the goal line to me it looked quite obvious it looked like it was because it was a near post header mm. and Lucas was on the near post he th- he assumed that the ball was gonna, Oscar was going to flick the ball on, which would have been re- which would have been reasonable for that yeah. position because that's what would normally happen. Yeah. So he went over there to cover that, and um, then obviously Oscar amazing sort of headed into the into the near corner. It was a great header. Yeah, you don't expect it from him, really. No, you wouldn't. No. Yeah, I saw you having a bit of a tete a tete, face to face punch up with uh, Zonal Marking uh, that, uh, website that didn't happen website didn't account. happen got <laughs> <laughs> any more stories about things that didn't happen <laughs> he disagreed and you disagreed yeah. <laughs> oh dear oh dear um, and what about the bite come on what about the biting let's talk about well, I was about to, I was about to move on biting and fighting the biting. Suarez story I mean Suarez he bit um, Ivanovic the, the tasty little Serb um, but he properly like grabbed his arm and went to like take a mouthful out of him it, it was really unnecessary again like a zombie and a bit of Tevez about it didn't it yeah. Oh, Mascarano was the biter, was he not? Yeah, but Tevez looks like he. Yeah, he, l- he looked like a man devouring a massive uh, like Serbian leg of s- leg of something at a, like a Renaissance fair. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, he must have thought to himself, "What have I not done?" <laughs> He's, he's done that before, though. I, <laughs> no, and then he went. Oh, can I make this about me? Oh, he has bitten before, hasn't he? Done everything. I'll start again yeah. at the start. No, he went. He went. What have I not done? I've done everything. What did I enjoy most? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, will he? Will he play again this season after that? Well, he's got two match ban, hasn't he? Well, he got s- seven match ban from for, uh, for the, the first bite, Holland, yeah. didn't he? So, um, you know, he'll probably get banned for March. Country, but, that could know. be that could be his last game in a league. Yeah. Sure. There's only four games league games left for them, so and they've got nothing else to play. So, I'd imagine that's probably his last game. He really enjoyed <laughs> scoring that goal, though. and yeah. Sturridge with the setup, yeah, great play. And, and the thing was, I mean, I know people are going to moan about this, but it, this always happens. Um, it was. It's at least six minutes injury time, isn't it? It's not just mm. six minutes because it's yeah. in the seventh minute. Yeah, it's a Chelsea, minimum were, off. Chelsea were dragging their heels all over the place yeah. and made a sub or two as well. Yeah. And definitely made at least one sub from memory. Lampard yeah, came on, so, so they, they, which you don't like to see. You no, know no, how, no. how important Frank Lampard is to that team, and you know he's. He, yeah. Yeah. It's almost like Benitez undermining on purpose. <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Being used to run down a clock in a way that actually adds more time on. But and yeah, you know, no, but it is just kind of like sh- shouting in Lampardy of what to do. What with the one minute I've got left? <laughs> do you that Lampard begged to come on because he saw that people were eating. <laughs> oh, that's an out of date joke. And that really is. Year. I'd feel bad if I didn't make it though. Like it was a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Do you think we all feel bad that you did? Yeah, it? Fine. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Well, not many people are happy. Um, <laughs> yeah. No. Two brilliant games um, on the weekend. There. Let's go. Oh, back. It was a Super Sunday, Marcus. It, that was. Super Sunday. Yeah. I'd be happy for them at the end of it to have a big that big um, touch screen they've got yeah. and say it's a Super Sunday. We've seen both <laughs> the games. It has been super and name it as such for the outgoing credits. Exactly. Yeah, not not to tell us what it is going Before, to be. Mm. Yeah, exactly. And on a misty day, soupy Sunday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but it was a super Saturday also in the Premier League. QPR Stoke. Oh, 7 3, a, 3 p.m. kickoffs. Almost a 3 a.m. then. Right. <laughs> 7 3 p.m. kickoffs on a Saturday. It would have been somewhere. It's like the world. bloody 80s. Nice to see. Um, uh, QPR and Redknapp are all but down Redknapp said that um, people who think QPR will come straight back up to the Premier League are talking rubbish 
talking yep, rubbish. Yep, I agree. <laughs> it's uh, it's yep. unrealistic. He also said that um, if you get the chance to build a team at the start of the year, then it's your team. So and, that, and that's the real quiz. <laughs> <laughs> then it's your team. <laughs> Only then. That's yeah. what counts. Basically, he can't yeah. be blamed for any of it. No. That's pretty much what he said. Yeah. yeah. In a roundabout way. Last week, when they had a bad defeat, uh, <laughs> and the, again, they obviously really needed to win. He started calling the team they. He started, <laughs> going, he started going, they did this and they did that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> My he's a dirty boy, ain't he? He'll be out the door. He'll be, he'll be off. See I'll you later. You, I'll tell you something. There's a sad indictment. If you want to put it another way, QPR, <laughs> QPR entertains Stoke at home, right? Yeah. Um, Tal Ben Aim at left back. The entertain. Well, not only that. So, so Tal Ben Aim play, plays, as Jim says, and Fabio's left out. Right. Stoke. That's have, crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's absolutely crazy. Stoke had won one in ten, I think, going into that. Yeah. Pulis was so confident mm. he played two up front away from home. He normally plays one up front and <laughs> yeah, one at true. home. That's very true. Admittedly, for balance, one of them was Cameron Jerome. I agree with that. <laughs> they were both strikers. They're both up front away from home. I really enjoyed uh, Walter's penalty <laughs> that didn't count. Oh, he yeah. absolutely thundered the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the referee had blown up well early, and I think Walter just went, I- I've started yeah, I've got no choice. <laughs> <laughs> I flicked on the on switch for this howitzer. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, get out of the way. <laughs> I'll put in the nuclear key passcode. Can't go back on that. And then um, the second uh, penalty stuck away beautifully as well. Yeah, it was Very almost from, from the from the ridiculous to the sublime. He just sort of stroked it in. Yeah. Oh no, it was just still a hard hit. He always yeah. smashes his penalty. Walters loves to miss a pen, doesn't he? Well, well, no, I don't think he does. He just does do it. Yeah, yeah. he does do it. Was he only that one. It. I, he's a pretty good penalty taker. Obviously, there was. Yeah, that he, one he had that little period, didn't he? Of, um... No, he hit one over the bar. I can't remember. Two. That. He missed two in one game. Mm. Sure. Well, he scored two own goals in one game. I think it was two own goals and then he missed a penalty. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> yeah, he, he had a bad day. He had a bad day, <laughs> which just tarnished his good penalty taking ability, <laughs> which I think is a shame. Um, but so Peter Crouch also scored. Mm. And QPR still out rock bottom, so. I think Peter Crouch did a successful season. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Crouch nearly scored another worldly. Uh, yeah, he did. He worldly, did. Um, Crouch, I did find it funny when Crouch scored and I thought. Oh, he's not celebrating against his old team. I thought he'll never get to celebrate that. <laughs> yeah. I really, really hate that. Well, Sturridge did it. The, I know. What yeah. has he got to do with Chelsea? Yeah. Well, but it's out of respect. Oh, to the it's out of respect. Sure. Jim. It, it, I can understand if it's Henrik Larsson returning to Celtic. If it's Thierry Henry returning to Arsenal, yes. Yes, Sturridge spent time at Chelsea Sturridge who never Chelsea. picked him and they did pick him they set him out on the, wide, on the wings which he moaned about <laughs> he in the press he should have gone mental yeah, yeah. he should have absolutely loved that moment yeah. but Crouch though he got on loan there or he's played a bit oh do me a favour you're playing for that team now you're meant to score you wanted to score imagine if Luis Suarez contrived leaves Liverpool but stays within the Premier League and scores against them exactly. he'll celebrate yeah. that my man yeah. <laughs> you know where you are with Lewis. Yeah. he'll answer Brendan Rodgers and peanut him <laughs> he will, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he will do. Yeah, yeah. even uh, even if he's wearing that jumper, he'll still manage to get his get his spindly hands. And, and, as, as he did that, like Rogers would be like, "Lewis, call me, call me." Yeah. <laughs> and the camera, "We're big mates, we're big mates." Which is disrespectful <laughs> to the supporters. Yeah, yeah, he loves the supporters. Yeah, um, yeah. So where the hell were we? Oh yeah, QPR and Stoke. Um, Stoke obviously won that QPR. So QPR down. They're pretty much down. So Reading. I mean, they lost two it's ones in to Norwich. It's so just de- gloomy at Loftus Road, isn't it? After the game, the, the, the sort of Harry Redknapp uh, interview. It's like that, that you know they've they've given up. You know they know it's over. It's I, I mean, one thing I would say is well, because Redknapp's told them. Yeah, you, you talk about <laughs> the game specifically. I mean, Mignolet did make. Some, uh, Mignolet, sorry, Begovic made some some decent yeah, saves. Oh, they weren't terrible. And, and Cooper did force it a bit. I mean, they started off quite brightly, but they've got no. 
they just got not enough quality about them. They're not um, and 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 and, and fairness to Renat to, to put it in balance. Tarat went off injured. They've had a few injuries. I mean, the moral thing was ridiculous. Yeah. So they have had it against them a bit. Yeah, of course. But um, all the money they've spent and, and 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 all the sort of Ferrari around it. I mean, they should be doing better. They're doing they're doing worse now under Rednap and they were under. Yeah, the I mean, Rednap's you know tenure has just been an unmitigated disaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it has. <laughs> um, I didn't know. Um, Which is just you know the, the back end of his Spurs tenure and just sort of like yeah. him him sort of making eyes at the England job. You, you, you make your own bed. You really true. do. That's Someone who follows us on Twitter, I think, I think his name is Chris Clark, but that's from memory. So I apologise if I got that wrong. He said that when Redknapp was at Spurs, he kept saying to the press, "Oh, they, the fans here have never had it so good." And it looks like Redknapp's the one who never had it so good. Oh, so absolutely. Again, went, yeah, I like that. Again, yeah. Lovely stuff from. Uh, we think Chris double, the, yeah. the double C <laughs> C squared yeah. uh, Sunderland are up surely yeah. I say up they're staying yeah. up um, they're, <laughs> they're not promoted into, they're not getting into the Champions League until that's a decan yeah um, <laughs> he's, going, he's taking his team there anyway he's going along for the draw anyway can he get to the end of this season without being banned because uh, I'm not sure he can yeah, I know what you mean he's just one bad result yeah, yeah. It's all one good result he's jumping around all over the place pointing at away fans one boring result. My slightly <laughs> more specific <laughs> prediction will be that what somebody will kick a water bottle into someone's face. Yeah, probably an official. Yeah, yeah, we hope so. Well, we don't hope so. Well, it depends on which official. Um, <laughs> uh, it was a crazy moment with the back pass to Mignolet. You should never got booked for that. Yeah. I don't think you can get booked. No, but he, he, what, what other choice did he have? No, but he, he, he handled the back pass. That's keepers no, usually keepers usually have the good sense to kind of just kind of palm it and then pick it up. You know, instead of just picking it no, up. But I think even if you touch it with your hand, you can't do that. No, the rules are you can't. There's a rule that if it's Coming at you know speed enough, and you'll concede a goal if you don't do it. You can save it effectively, no, and I think it was coming over at enough of a speed that that would mean you like saving it like that was justified. I didn't, th- I didn't know it was the law at all. I thought the law was you can't handle any sort of intentional back. Yeah, no, I think no, that's if, it. it's, if it's if it's you can uh, to my knowledge, it is if it needs dealing with, and there's no other option. You no, can but I, I just it. I just think it's one of those rules where it's just a massive grey area where it's just the interpretation of the referee going was it you know was it deliberate was it the no, but that clearly was deliberate. But the I big, think, the I big think what you're talking about, Jim, is that. Um, it's one of those ones where the defender is pretty close and he sticks a foot in and it's like oh what, was it a pass back well, like a reaction not? yeah exactly and I think when the referee he probably just puts it down as it was a clearance and he, and he didn't mean but to that was clearly a bad the, over, the, 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 the important point about it though is Mille was booked for that and you can't in the laws of the game you can't be booked for that so he, that, that, mm. that yellow card and Chris Kamara covered it on goals on Sunday as well you can't be booked for that you can't you be could. booked for doing that no Okay. it's not in the laws that you can get booked and he shouldn't have been booked Right. so I mean I don't know if it's going to be overturned or what can they overturn yellow cards I don't know if they do that do they uh, surely they can Anyway, it's a good win, it's a good win, good win for Sunderland. Other than that, it's a fifteen quid final, and that looks like a yeah, that looks like a um, a killer blow to Everton's uh, chances now. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, again, I think Everton they've been a victim of having quite a small squad. <coughs> they, they were brilliant against Arsenal in the week. They defended mm. so so well. Fellaini uh, was just like everywhere, wasn't he? he was yeah. Working so hard. Phil Jagielka was magnificent. Mm. Was I didn't think Arsenal well. got an awful lot of protection from referees. <laughs> no, Everton were kicking the crap out. Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> and it should be. I was worried about what yeah. was going to happen to the He's a big old unit. He's an absolute beast. But you can. Uh, but up north you can kick people yeah. according to David Moyes is that true people? <laughs> 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 they? up north we, we, it's called football we, we do it all the time yeah we, we kick people I can't wait for the World Cup to be held in, in Liverpool <laughs> then, then we've got a chance yeah. um, uh, West Brom is 1-1 Newcastle Newcastle are you looking they're safe 
Safe. Yeah, surely safe. It's a good point. It's a good point. Especially as Wigan... But we've been terribly... Wigan uh, were beaten 2-0 by West Ham. Kevin Nolan scored his 100th career goal with a nice volley. Yeah, set up by his former flatmate Andy (laughs) Carroll. They're having a good time, aren't they? Those two. He's a very underrated footballer, uh, Kevin Nolan. He is an excellent player. Is that his 100th goal? Yeah. Decent. He knows how to play his position. I think, is that right? That's not his 100th Premier League goal. No, I don't think so. He's got a lot in the Of course he was, yeah. Um, but he oh sorry Jim yeah I was just going to say it's um, I would have thought Wigan would be sort of flying a bit more um, but they're not they, they, this could be the season they go down is it know. the cup final that's putting them off well maybe because mm-hmm. are they assuming because they've managed to pull off a great escape in the last like 9,000 seasons in a row <laughs> they'll be able to do it again yeah it's, they it's, it's complacent at the time where you really really can't be it's probably between them and Villa now and Villa have got um, Manchester United um, obviously at the time of recording that hasn't happened mm, they play each other on the last other season as well Ooh. Ooh, indeed yeah because I mean the time record, so tomorrow night from when we're playing Manchester United could be champions they wouldn't have against Villa they're champions because yeah. yeah. City lost and I, mean, I mean they are champions anyway and the goal difference is, is, is very close I think it's only one goal in it between yeah. Villa and, and Wigan and Wigan are, one, are the team in the relegation zone at the moment uh, with a game in hand Oh, they haven't got a game in hand. It's the same amount of games as Villa. They've got a game in hand in Newcastle. I fancy a back heel, uh, <laughs> which everyone will say that was really important, but in reality it wasn't. Mm. Right. There we mm. go. And that's, that's how it's going to pan out. Yeah. Um, uh, PFA Player of the Year nominees have been announced. Robert Van Persie, Gareth Bell, one matter. Lewis Speller overlooked again. Uh, and Eden Azar. Lovely um, to see Carrick in there. Yeah. Uh, even though his his um, stats, like if you look at the assists and goals, <laughs> he's much much lower than the rest of them. <laughs> but um, I think Mishu can feel hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's absolute disgrace. If Mishu played for a big team, he'd be in it. Everyone, every, everyone was saying on, on everyone. A lot of people were saying on Twitter, "What? Well, how is Mishu not in there?" Yeah. And the argument was, um, "Oh well, it's voted for by by the, the clubs and all." And I think it, that makes it worse. Yeah. yeah. It shows there's more morals. Yeah. That's true. You know. But also, you know, he, he, it's it's one thing to play well in a decent team, and, and yeah. obviously he has got a decent team, but mm. not to the levels of like your Manchester United's of and your course. Chelsea's and your Man City's and stuff. I mean, Mitchell should be one of the favourites to win it. <laughs> They've won a trophy. Yeah, this season. Yeah. he's been super. He's been a massive part of that. I, I mean, I, I'm actually really pissed off that he's not in there. But I mean, uh, but uh, 21 goals in his debut season mm. and counting. Oh, Swansea on the beach now, but but he, he's, <laughs> he still he still could get a couple more. Oh, mm. Dear. He is in for young player though. No, no, no. He's not in for it because I think he's what twenty seven. Is me? Well, what, why have you put him down here then? Um, oh, sorry, that's a typo. <laughs> oh, that just a, just a, that's a huge typo. It's an entire name. Um, but, but who would you fancy for PFA player? <laughs> I think Bale. We'll we, we surely get that. Yeah, you got to because Van Persie's mm. gone through this barren patch at the wrong yeah. time, really. Um, I've just realised why I've put Michu down there. I put Michu, Zabaleta, Baines, and Vertonghen were some of the names that was that your own list? Yeah, no, no. There's some of the names that people <laughs> player, might yeah. have been on there. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, right. Bainesy. We're going to see Baines in there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think Leighton Baines has the highest chance creation rate in Europe by some distance. Really? Of any player. From that yeah. position, or is it No, for, of any player. <laughs> At Goodison Park. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sorry, Jim. Who do you fancy for it? Um, what, for the young player? Uh, no, no, no. That, the the, 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 the main one, I think, it, I think it would be Gareth Bell. Um, it's true it's in there, really, because Zion had a really quiet sort of couple yeah, of Yeah, I was a, kind of shocked by that one. I just think that's probably footballers going, mm, <laughs> you know. Who nutmeg me the most? <laughs> <laughs> I forget that Hazard's only 22. Like, yeah, he's, yeah, been, yeah. he's been around for it's a little while. To be fair, actually, the, the best way to do this would be I've have only QPR. 
players do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're the ones who've been put to the side. To How long have you got? <laughs> <laughs> Shortlist, you say? What have Reading said? Who do we think then? I, well, I, think, I, think, I think it'll be Bell. Because even if even if Suarez is worthy of it, no way. Not now after. Not now. Not yeah. after that <laughs> afternoon. No, but it's already been decided. Oh, has it? It's okay. just not been announced. Okay. Well, yeah, well yeah. maybe Bell will get young player and Suarez will get the um, the the main one, the grown up one. I can see Bell getting both actually. Can, can, you, can you do that? Yeah. What about Ben Cristiano Ronaldo, Ben Teke, and Lukaku. I'd give it to Bell just for today. To be honest. No, I don't think Ronaldo did. I think he won a young player, and then the following season won. Um. Uh, it was definitely the one both. Do you know who the only other player? Andy Gray. Yeah, sadly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, the only other player what? Two of one young player of the year, and then the next season one. Oh, the next season one. No, season. the same season. It's the same. Are you season. sure? Of yes, it's the same okay. season. All right, all right. In my head, it was, I'm, just, I'm just trying to diminish it somehow. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Uh, right, let's go to the championship. Uh, Cardiff are champions. We They've not only gone up, they, they are champions. Mm, Jim, brilliant. Jim, you're happy? Yeah, I am. Finally, they've done it. Yeah. I'm delighted about that. Not, their, not their fans aren't happy, though, are they? <laughs> with, the, uh, with the kit change and all that sort of crap. I'd, I'd like yeah. to add my... Because uh, I think last week, I don't think I sort of um, spelled out my own sort of um, disagreement oh. with the owners of uh, Cardiff. Uh, Cardiff well, it's an interesting philosophical <laughs> About about the about the team colours. Yeah, I, seen, I I just massively disagree about it, disagree with it. But I've, seen, I've seen I've seen uh, the guy. I don't sure if he was a, he's a sort of head of, head of the sports federation. He's certainly a, 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 a massive Cardiff fan. He wrote a piece in the Guardian last week saying um, this weekend Cardiff will be promoted to the Premier League, but I won't be there. And here's yeah. why. And mm. it raises quite a lot of philosophical questions because, or, or a bit a big philosophical question, which is basically what would you trade? To get promotions to the Premier League, because I mean, yeah. I mean he, he was arguing that um, the club no longer feels like part of the community. Mm. They called the card. Everyone calls them the Dragons now. They've changed the they've changed the emblem. They've yeah. changed the kit colour, as you said, Pete. It just seems quite so, needless. So yeah, what, well, it's absolutely needless, isn't it? Is it wasn't the exactly. idea of it that it, they f- felt it would be more appealing you know, uh, to an, to an Asian market? He but said the owner essentially said, um, "I won't." Do the deal. I mean, because Cardiff were in financial trouble. Mm-hmm, well, yeah. they certainly have been in financial trouble over the last few years. And um, he said he wouldn't do the deal unless they agreed to change the kits to red because reds are much more luck, are much more. Um, it's a lucky colour, yeah, isn't it? in right Malaysia. Associated as, and that's where he wanted to sort of extend the brand. If you want to use mm-hmm. a horrible phrase, mm-hmm. so it does actually beg a few few questions. Well, I mean, clearly it. they've just been held over a barrel at the whim of um, you know well, someone who clearly wants a lot of control. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, no, but obviously if, if this was the case when they sold the club, they'd be like, no. But the fans aren't understand it at all. Well, you know, I, I was I was out in Malaysia a few weeks ago. I saw no QPR shirts. I saw no. <laughs> I bet you didn't. You know, I, I didn't. Yeah. You know, I saw Chelsea. I saw Manchester United. I saw Arsenal. I didn't see any other. You know, I didn't yeah. see any sort of. But uh, I suppose they're arguing when they get to the Premier League when they're going to be on the challenge all the time. Though, the, 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 and then the, the Malaysian football fans find out that Cardiff are owned by a Malaysian then it may it may wash up that was just intentionally but Leeds United changed their kit didn't they in the 70s to the all white did they yeah, yeah. and to be more like Real Madrid yeah and Sunderland obviously became silly. the Black Cats I don't think they changed the nickname did they or did they, did they need a nickname or something it was quite the strange. nickname was like wasn't it put to a pole or something yeah so I mean it's that's uh, not I, as big a deal though is it I know it's not as big it's the shirt the shirt's colours it's more like it wasn't you know nobody was involved in that decision mm, you know yeah. it was just kind of like, oh, I'm doing this yeah, I, no sorry I should say it is a big deal and it's a shame I'm just saying that it has happened before um, and like you say Luke it's a trade off what would, what would Carl the France rather be in the championship with serious financial trouble well now they're in the press. some of them would, would, would probably take 
going back to grassroots and being a family community. I'm sure they would. Because they live live down the road at Swansea, who are sort of partly family-owned and doing things the right way, Mm. and they probably make them feel like they've sold their soul to get Mm. privilege. It depends who you talk to. Look how quick the MK Dons, sorry, not the MK Dons, uh, like Wimbledon, FC Wimbledon got climbed up there. Let's not take credit away from the team, though. Yeah, they've done brilliantly well. They have done. It's great for Craig Bellamy as well. Yeah, I was in tears, wasn't he? Oh. Love to see him back in the Premier League. <laughs> <laughs> a few, he won't struggle celebrating against former teams. Yeah. <laughs> Swansea Cardiff is going to be just monumental yeah. next season. Cardiff, yeah, anyone? What? Thing. Yeah, Monday night kickoff. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday night. Yeah. I'll t- tell you what. I'd quite like. To, I'd quite like to be. We should go. Like, and you yeah. don't even have to go to the match. Just, uh-huh. just enjoy the Cardiff's a brilliant city. Yeah, a glorious city when you know something big's happening. Yeah, which it will be. Every other Saturday afternoon now. <laughs> well, it always was in the case. There's rumours that Pete Donald's in the <laughs> He's getting the season ticket. Lock up yeah. your everythings. <laughs> no, seriously, you will steal them. Yeah. Um, yeah proper, proper set fire them, have sex with them. Yeah. Um, he's an opportunity. In that order. Don't worry. <laughs> he, he didn't plan too much. Hull drew 0 0 Bradford City. Bristol City. Bristol City, sorry. Surprising result. Um, Hull need a win to make sure they finish second. So it looks as though they will. Uh, and uh, Charlton beat Wolves 2 1. Last minute goal from Charlton, uh, putting the pressure on Dean Saunders and his men. Uh, Peterborough lost and uh, Barnsley. They're all on 51 points down there Wolves, Peterborough, and Barnsley. It's really close. It's it ridiculous. Only, only a couple of weeks ago, there were teams in the Championship that were in the hunt for the playoff spot but were not safe from relegation. It's a bit. Uh, McDermott <laughs> um, leads. They they lost on the weekend and they said oh is it is it is it a bit bittersweet or something that they said oh good news and bad news you, you you're staying up but you can't reach the playoffs and McDonald went no no it's all good news we're, we're staying up and I thought blimey yeah I, to me the Leeds <laughs> would surely look into try and nick a, a last minute playoffs but I think that's McDermott trying to just you know quell expectation isn't it and no, it's it's time. no it is but the point I'm making is it's it's unbelievable that league that there were teams yeah, who could have found themselves next season in the Premier League or League One <laughs> which is absolutely extraordinary well Burnley I think are 15th and they're four points off relegated so they could, they, Burnley yeah. are 15th in, at the end of April and mm. could still get relegated it's close How's about close. How's I'll about tell you that? a special word for um, Bolton who've, who've timed their run brilliantly they have, yeah. they a little wobble in between their run well, Freeman's had a great time now. yeah doing really well no, yeah. Reading they sort of like burst yeah. when they went they, that was a and signed under Roy King yeah. yeah oh yeah that was incredible Roy King's a Palace as well when Ian Dowie took them up there you go they momentum were relegation we've candidates seen it early on Mementorama Momentum Pictures film should we go to lead one Super Eddie Howe I tell you He's gorgeous, isn't Hollywood he? Hollywood Eddie Howe. Uh, the Cherries <laughs> are up. Currently top of the league. One of the week, Carlisle 3-1. Doncaster lost um, to uh, Notts County 1-0. Doncaster dropped to second after a surprise loss against um, Sven's former side. I'm, I'm Bournemouth not technically up because they're, it's, it's just like goal difference. They're three points up. Oh, is that right? Yeah, Sorry. I, I don't think they're technically up yet, but yeah. they pretty much are, yeah. Um, and uh, Portsmouth won, didn't they? 3-0. Yeah, 19,000 in there there was Oh For a relegated League One team It was a great day Brilliant, yeah, well Because obviously Pompey are now fan-owned all, all but done So that's good news And they've been able to take Their ten points this season Rather than next Correct. season as well Yeah, so we start on zero For next season that's <laughs> <really> <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> To you guys sounds like a given But to me that's quite a new thing Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, oi Where's the one? Yeah, the golf <laughs> handicap's gone so that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, in League <laughs> 2 uh, Barnet beat Wickham Wanderers 1-0 It was Barnet's last game At Underhill They're home for 106 years uh, Edgar Davids played Of course he did um, They are Imagine seconds. if you didn't know That Edgar Davids was the manager What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly 
Um, they're, they're on 51 points they're 20, 22nd um, at Wimbledon are on 50 points they're 23rd and Aldershot 48 points are on 24th Edgar Davis is player coach at Barnet right he is mm. uh, in the last, in the last yeah. minute of that game mm. they were 1-0 up and Wickham got a penalty yeah. and the guy fucking saved it yeah that's right so that, I mean that's that, a that's, that's a night out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still not up are they? still not definitely safe yeah, yeah that's true well that's what I'm saying it, it's going to the last day Barnet they're away to 6th um, place Northampton Town Northampton have made their home uh, ground a real fortress this season so that's going to be tricky but they're in the playoffs whatever happens Northampton. they are in the playoffs yeah, yeah. Um, and then Wimbledon are at home to 12th place place uh, Fleetwood um, which you would in, would suggest that would be the easiest one of the three because Aldershot are away to third place at Rotherham so Barnet need to, to equal or better Wimbledon's um, results so it's, it's looking tricky you know it's like 48 yeah. points 50 points 50 points can you imagine like a Premier League manager coming down and managing one of those teams and going oh yeah we'll probably need about 37, 38 points I know, this season they're yeah. going shit we need what bollocks I know there's more teams and, yeah, we might no, you're right though <laughs> <laughs> two teams are now Wimbledon are in the worst format of those three mm. do you know who else plays for Barnet Who's that? Beatty. Who? Craig Beatty. Does he really? He does, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did. Huh. Yeah, he doesn't play too much, I don't think. No. He's, that, he's completed football. Won't keep a shirt on. <laughs> he's achieved his goals. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't need to score anymore. No, indeed. Um, there were ugly scenes down at the conference. Despite Mansfield Town um, winning the league, they beat Wrexham 1 0. So 1 0 to. Uh, well done to them. Yeah, the, uh, the manager's, manager's going to be doing um, donuts in his Aston Martin. Remember, he won that Aston Martin off of the chairman. Oh yeah, they got nice promoted yeah. as well. Amazing. Oh, before we leave um, League Two, Gillingham. Oh, the Jills. We've got to mention uh, Martin Allen. Yeah, he yeah. went mental. He had a meltdown. No, he remained mental. Yeah. <laughs> he was going on about that. He, he's the worst uh, Allen in the in the Allen family. <laughs> I'll he put it. I'll put it at the end. Yeah. Okay. Good. That'll save. I smell a sitcom. <laughs> the one thing I would say is I already want to make people aware of this because uh, not everyone knows. Every single male member of the Allen family is a professional footballer. Mm. It's incredible. So Martin Allen's a professional footballer. His his cousins, Paul Allen, Bradley Allen, and Clive Allen, who we all know, a bit older, played years gone by. Mm. Yeah. Martin Allen's uncle Les Allen also played his dad played as a professional footballer his son plays for Gillingham at the moment and his three nephews play for Sheffield Wednesday uh, and Oxford United <laughs> so basically every single man in that family is a footballer mm. bit of pressure Feel like the spellers. Uh, we're not really. <laughs> 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 nothing like. at all like the Moors. <laughs> um, anyway, back to the conference. There were horrible scenes at Kidderminster. They uh, beat Stockport County four nil. They can't um, catch Mansfield, um, but they are. They, they do finish second. Uh, but there was severe crowd trouble that, that interrupted the game. The match was suspended by thirty-one minutes when some Stockport fans ran onto the pitch as Kidderminster went one 0 up and started throwing punches at players from both teams. It's just mindless. I know. I know they've had a shitty time. The yeah. proper free fall. You know, they've gone What's down the three times. In it. Oh, okay, well, well, they've got. I think they've gone down twice or something in, in, in as many seasons. Terrible. One below the Premier. Yeah. The um, yeah, but they've done. They Stockport. I remember. Um, Gates said I think play a couple of, played a couple of matches at um, Victoria Park at Hartlepool and I remember mm. a Stockport fan only like last week punching a steward like they're, yeah. they're not they haven't got the best reputation in the yeah, world why take it out of a steward or well, I mean, yeah. they've had a terrible time as Pete's touched on the thing is though the club I sports also had a terrible time it doesn't mean you should run on the pitch punching people no. well, they're basically, you'll do I it think, in a secluded alley yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll wait outside the do, it, do it in a lay by <laughs> down the um, stables at night <laughs> beat up a horse Kidderminster, like, Kidderminster basically said that you're not allowed to bring your chairman to, uh, to stop Port County they weren't allowed to bring their own yeah, the chairman was quite punchy to, to use it to, <laughs> Did he say it was, like, it was like Kidder Minister's fault? Like, yeah, he, he blamed you. Because he wasn't allowed at the match, that's why. Ryan McKnight, he <laughs> said uh, the home side should be held accountable for it all. He said they are totally to blame. <laughs> 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 I 
They made my supporters throw Marionette. They said the game should have been all ticket and it wasn't policed inside the ground. <laughs> No. Oh dear um, Stewards haven't had, a, had the best of A uh, couple of weeks Have it's they It's been very punchy Very punchy Scary How good the was that The 80s are back how good, Basically yeah. How good was that Explanation from that Newcastle fan Who punched the horse Oh, oh right, right. that was magnificent <laughs> It's the best interview I've ever seen I feed, a, oh, I feed a fox yeah. My tough have you ever seen Frost Nixon? No, no, no. better. Yeah. It's more entertaining. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I love it how like didn't he? He was ashamed of his own actions, wasn't he? And was basically saying because he's got a fish tank. Yeah, um, he's got he a feed of fox to punch yeah. animals. He started saying about well, a fox comes in the garden every night to feed it, and then he just went. He just he cut away to a fish tank. And he just went a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> he looked like Nigel Mansell, which yeah. made me laugh. I love he seems to <laughs> seems to think a, he's oh. got a fox as a pet. <laughs> yeah, but that makes it no, no. I do that's a comes through the fox flap. That's that's the <laughs> that's the canio saying his mates with Chris Bell. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what absolutely. That he also said that he had a scarf over his face because his, his filling fell out and yeah. the cold weather was helping his mouth. <laughs> um, I love how people's like. <laughs> How people's minds work, you know. You, you you put a camera in front of him, right? And he craps himself. You put a, a policeman on a horse. Just refuse like, oh, to talk. Just refuse to talk. Just re- you don't yeah. have to give those interviews. Just don't punch animals. <laughs> in, in the interview, he was saying, "I'm I'm worried about me job." So don't do the interview. Then. <laughs> you don't. Yeah, keep your head down. I'm worried about you. Don't. What do you do? I work in stable. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, actually, it wasn't his job. It was that he was unemployed. <laughs> and uh, and uh, it was about face. not being able to find another job. Yeah. It's like, well, that's not. What are you doing on telly then? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's hardly sort of like a, a brilliant calling card, is it? No. Did you go to the job? Well, he can look after foxes very well. He goes to a job with a scarf around his head. Get out. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Mr. Smith, thanks for popping in. Um, do you mind telling us what you've been up to when you've been on a pod? Did you see me on the telly? <laughs> Good. I, I wouldn't yeah. have known what he looked like because mm. in the footage he had a scarf around <laughs> his face. And that's Do- the point. Doing the interview. Means that n- everyone knows what he looks like. <laughs> exactly. Can you do notes? No, I've got to feed the fox. Is that me down? <laughs> I, just, I love the, the idea of that news being broken tonight. Fucking punched another fucking horse. I just, I just like the idea that him making like, us look so fucking stupid. <laughs> feeding a fox is a euphemism for his horse punching fetish. Yeah, yeah. like it makes up. Oh, it. sorry, I'm really tired today because I was up. But feeding the fox. Do you mean <laughs> horse punching? Yes. Yeah. I'm as shocked as you. I've got a pet fox. Oh. <laughs> oh. Apologies to anyone Thugs. from the north of England. Anybody who listens to that, apart from Pete, yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and rude. the guy who did that. Yeah. Um, uh, let's briefly go to the SBL. Celtic have won the league. Really? Oh, it looked so tight beginning. Four um, one in the end was it? At the start of August, it was so tight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they, they did. Uh, they beat Inverness, Cali. Oh, that'll hurt Butcher. Yeah, <laughs> fifteen points at the top. They won the, won the league by fifteen points. Yeah, <laughs> which is a close one, really, by by Scottish standards. Well, they kind of they they did speed up at the end, but Mate. for a while. The real story is the Gorgie boys. They won. So far down the pecking order, though. Ah, well, you know, what's the difference between ninth and second? In this? <laughs> exactly. They're still but polishing they're still, the... <laughs> they're still polishing the cup. <laughs> yeah, Fine. exactly, that'll do. That'll do. Um, all right, what are we going to do here? We're going to go to the Liga quickly. Yes, please. Um, Barcelona, they won 1-0. Um, oh, talk of... Uh, in Spain from... Uh, again, Balagan Sky Sports saying that the Falcao... Going to Manchester United, big rumours of that, and it may depend on whether United can sell Wayne Rooney. I'd like to see him go to United. I tell you what, if United can get rid of Rooney and get him Falcao, that's a great summer for them. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of talk of Rooney going to PSG, which Ferguson has um, pulled pulled. But um, I don't know, Falcao, Van Persie, Chicharito, Welbeck, 
pretty good at it. Falcao would be the pick of the bunch. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. that is just magnificent. Falcao and Van Persie are just behind him. Lovely old shot. Just oh, horrifying. Falcao yeah. Fal- yeah. would be a 30 goal season of man in the Premier League. Oh, big time. Big time. <laughs> um, uh, Real Madrid, they beat Betis uh, 3-1. Marino says he's happy in Madrid, he wants to win the double before he leaves. Mm-hmm. Is he going to do it, though? He was chipping off about Jurgen Klopp as well, he wasn't, wasn't he? He started he? that one up. He's, yeah. It's so obvious now, I don't know why other managers raced the most of it. I don't think... I, think well, I, know, I don't know why more, more managers don't do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Get in there early. Yeah. 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 He, well, he said that... Um, he said um, I've said a little bit about Dortmund, and that's enough. Since the draw, Klopp talks every day. Um, and then Klopp says... Because Mourinho went to watch Dortmund um, beat Groyth the first uh, 6-1. There's no point doing well, he said it was a waste of time. He said Mourinho will return home with reports that will be useless to him in two weeks' time. He left after five uh, 0 and didn't see our weaknesses. But if he wanted to see whether Mario Goetze can play on the left, he can call me. <laughs> Hi, guy. <laughs> uh, hello, is that Rick? Yes, he can. <laughs> <laughs> that was the shortest conversation ever on the internet. Yeah. Um, Barca's opponents in the semi-final uh, of the Champions League, Bayern Munich, beat Hanover ninety-six six-one on the week, and a record-breaking twenty-sixth. Uh, sorry, a Bundesliga win moves them uh, onto a, a new record points tally of eighty-one with would, four matches to play. I wouldn't put them past. I wouldn't put it past them winning the La Liga as well. Is it, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say they're going to win all the leagues. Yup mm. uh, Hunk said something that um, it's just it's, it's scary for anybody else who's got to play by. He said the players show that there is no B team, just one A team. Like, yeah. No, but the way they have just been demolishing oh, yeah. comers as well. It is scary. They have not dropped off at all. It's, right. it's so impressive. Hunks wants to go out of a big bang. Absolutely. They, they've absolutely um, they've absolutely roasted um, that league um, talking of I mean a lot of teams you know Celtic uh, uh, Bayern Manchester United Barcelona they've all romped home mm. um, d- shall I give you a little Romania update so what's going on in Romania yeah. Yeah. I thought you wanted to tell you were going to tell us about Tony Christmas's goal well, I was going to leave that till after oh sorry because I then. thought that was a bit of link yeah fair enough yeah. <laughs> um, look uh, out for that guys yeah. <laughs> look out for the link guys come on um, yeah Stoya are way out in front very close to wrapping up the league um, with, with Many games to spare mm. in Romania. That's all I've got to yeah. say on that. Or is it? Holes! <laughs> Does anyone else have any opinions on this one? <laughs> <laughs> Thought you'd never ruddy arse. <laughs> um, I saw this in, in the said Dunn column that uh, uh, Gigi Bacali has um, instructed the manager of Story to toy with opponents. He said, let's mock them. <laughs> Arrogance in all we do. <laughs> arrogance for years to come. Continual arrogance. Was that on his birth certificate? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Absolutely glorious. Um, uh, but the wife of the coach, um, head coach at uh, Stoyer, said in the press recently, I pray to God my husband can get a job away from here. This league is dirty, rotten from the roots, full of criminals who love being on TV. I think there's some names. Uh, cannot stand uh, so much dirt. And uh, Bacali responded swiftly by simply stating, strong men do not listen to their wives. <laughs> strong men are frequently dickheads. You know, but the funny thing that in the bath? <laughs> strong men don't get dinner. When I saw, yeah. I saw the quote, I thought, oh, blimey, what's he said now? And I looked at it and I just thought, oh, only sexism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a wine, that uh, bad? Benefit's not too bad. It's an improvement. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh dear uh, And then we'll quickly finish here, Going to Serie A uh, Udinese won Lazio nil. Di Natale A ramble favourite Antonio mm, Di Natale With Tony an acrobatic volley Balance, control, dispatch Good night Wasn't the best volley of the month From him But it was still a very yeah, good that's, volley that's very true That's very true uh, Shall we have a game Pete? Yes we should And uh, once again I haven't come up with Any clues this oh, week we So uh, an email. So you got an email? No, we got an email You got an email so What do you mean? We were on it Oh they've nuts taken, They've taken the uh, The law into their own hands With the girl 
else than naming yeah. your game. Some oh, have they now? Right, yeah. okay. Okay, well, uh, do, you want, do you want the game first? From Billy Bob on the forum? Go on, yeah. Right, uh, he's come up with, uh, I think it's the second QI-related uh, game that we've brought you, but uh, I don't mind because he's come up with some great clues. QI McDonker? Mendonker? QI Mendonker? Probably should have said it correctly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, it's some great clothes here. Thank you very much, Billy Bob. Um, I was born on April the 1st, 1969. Oh, two years after... Oh, that's later. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have played professionally for 13 clubs. Journeyman. A journeyman. I made 12 appearances in UEFA competition, scoring three goals in the Intertoto Cup. <clears throat> I scored 10 goals in my first season in the Premier League. Stop. And then Crespo? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but lovely to hear about him. Stop. Is it Tora Andro Flo? No. Again, lovely, lovely name to remember. Um, Stop. No, no. no. Steady. Steady, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a Marcus. Give one. I was going to ask if it was Clive Mendonca. No, it's not Clive Mendonca. <laughs> 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 Why check? The only uh, non-English club I have played for is Aberdeen. Stop. Who? Dean Windass. Steve Windass. Oh, oh nuts. Well There's loads of clues here. Yeah? There's some really good ones. Um, uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, I've had uh, 243 appearances for Bradford City. Uh, when asked about being headbutted by Marlon King, I called the situation a storm in the teacup. Um, <laughs> I was thrown. I was shown three red cards in a single game. I scored the winning goal in the Championship playoff to help Hull City reach the top flight for the first time in the club's history. I've played alongside Benito Carbone at two different clubs. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, imagine being able to say that. Not too shoddy, yeah. is it? There you go. Thanks for yeah. that, um, Mr. Forum Man. Billy Bob. Luke. Um, yeah, correspondence time. I, one, one thing I would say is I wrote this before Luis Suarez bit another professional footballer, so <laughs> I probably would have done something around Suarez if I, if I had the time. But um, th- this week's question is, what do you think Michu will do to take his mind off being overlooked in the PFA Player of the Year shortlist? What have we got? What have they said? Rory Burns suggests that he's going to go to the PA- PFA HQ and have de Guzman cross bricks so he can head them through the window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ed Pemberton on the Twitter says, maybe you could pick up a Phillips screwdriver and finally get that wobbly ear of his fixed. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, Celebration. Hey. Not an audio feature, that one. No. But yeah. No, it works. Um, Does that person work for Phillips screwdrivers? Odd bit of branding in there. Yeah. No, uh, Phillips head screwdriver is like a... Yeah, yeah. It's a cross... Oh, cross, is it not an actual no. brand name? I, th- I think it possibly was at one point, maybe. I don't oh, know why they call it Phillips. Do a load DIY <laughs> Me what, And me <laughs> Give us some more more. Joe Lynch says Maybe a slow flamenco of lament <laughs> <laughs> uh, And Richard Scott on the Facebook Learn how to use Microsoft Publisher To create a Michael Owen style brochure To attract a bigger club yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, And Stuart Shepard uh, says Go to the local park Feed the ducks Play on the swings have a bit of meet you time <laughs> and uh, I'll finish this off with Jerry Reese on the uh, Twitter says being Spanish he's going to have to get used to being overlooked for things it's an important part of his career development Aww. that's unnecessary <laughs> no, reasonable <laughs> although he has he has had a call up hasn't he he Michelin. has indeed had a call up yeah I just think he'll he would have just shrugged his shoulders and gone yeah your loss yeah <laughs> I just, I'll just polish my league cut when there's many <laughs> just score loads of goals yeah. all the time and be handsome yeah Safe in the knowledge. Let's be handsome. I think that's the uh, motto for the football realm, I think. Mm. <laughs> let's be, ha- let's be let's handsome together. Let's be handsome together. Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile time. Uh, it's that time again where we do a profile. Yes. <laughs> Hence the name. Profile. <laughs> um, it's the France 98 World Cup winning team. Yay! Oh my god. The Black Blanc and Boer team. 
meaning obviously black, white, and uh, North African or Arab. The last word means because it was yeah. a good mix mm. of, mm. Uh, of of uh, racial heritages mm. of celebrating modern France. Mm. Basically, people that weren't born in France. <laughs> yeah, well, some of them were, Peter. Well, yeah. So, um, so pipe the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> and show some respect to Stefan Givash yeah. <laughs> I'm no. sure we will not do later on <laughs> he's going to get a mentor too yeah. Yeah. you take Keegan to the, to the oh, hospital God. I'm going to take Givash to the morgue <laughs> have a little respect for Lionel Charbonnier <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the names in this team yeah. are glorious uh, and the name two which are not uh, show a bit of regard for Alain Borgossi <laughs> No, he was all right. Yeah, they were a good player. Well, yeah. then, yeah, you're trying to get it. They're back. all good players. They won the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give Lillian Thuram what's what's for. Ah, <laughs> oh, the 1998 World Cup was the 16th World Cup finals. The tournament kicked off on June 10th of June 1998. Um, so about uh, 31 years after the summer of love. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was the second time France had hosted the finals. They'd beaten off competition from Morocco in the bidding process. Unnecessary. I would have liked to have seen the World Cup of Morocco in 1998. It's weird, isn't it, to think? Yeah. And they were like the the, the last two and a half I think Switzerland pulled out because it was deemed that they they weren't ready for it yeah. so, uh, and Morocco are yeah or were but I suppose you could argue the tournament wasn't as big then you know, it was still a huge well, yeah. global event well I thought that was kind it's of it's like, the World you know, Cup Marcus yeah. stop yeah. talking nonsense tell it to, tell it to Qatar <laughs> um, France had not participated at a World Cup since 1986 mm. when Platini and co reached the semi-finals France throughout the 80s had an excellent side uh, they narrowly missed out on, on the final itself um, with West Germany edging them out of two semi-finals in 82 and 86 they did win the Euros in 84 but when the 90s came around the national team's fortunes changed mm. they failed to qualify mm. for the Italian 90 went out the first round in Euro 92 and then infamously failed to qualify for USA 94 after that late Bulgaria winner in Paris but mm. they already had Claire Fontaine exactly yes. in the late 80s I think mm -hmm. I, I think you know actually I don't think too many of that side um Came from Clairefontaine, but it's still, it's still, yeah, it's still an important part of the development of the team. True. If you think back to the nineties when we were all um, all nippers, France did seem like a bit of a joke. You know, they, now they seem like an international powerhouse because they've got well, to they do are. so much, and yeah, they have the odd sort of hilarious scrape at a World Cup or whatnot. But mm. they were they were just re they were confusing, weren't they? It's very like, why are they so rough? Well, they were superb I mean, as you <coughs> in the eighties. Oh, Jim, um, they were they were superb in the eighties, and uh, as you say in the nineties. Well, you didn't think of them as a big side. It was Italy, no. Brazil, and, and, mm -hmm. and Germany, which of course still are. Well, I mean, in fairness, the World Cup is the only thing they've won of note, isn't it? And Europe. Oh, we thought they won two European Championships, didn't they? Europe what am I talking about? Yeah, okay, right. See? You see? I'll take your point. Yes, point taken. Um, Gerard Houllier was succeeded by uh, his assistant, M.A. Jacquet, um, who went about turning things around. In uh, 1993, he got the job. Uh, France really needed a Satan saviour mm. to build a new team and bring about a new hope to Le Bleu. Julio was massively important to that team, though, wasn't he? I mean, they had, had like a special medal made up for him and everything. Yeah, he's he's an important figure in France football. Yeah. Mm. Um, but Jacquet was the one who really grabbed the team and, and thought right a lot of changes need to be made here yeah. he got uh, he, he, he phased out players like Ginola Papan he had, well he actually made Cantona captain and, and built the team around Cantona but then obviously got a year ban mm. so but Hule was mad at, um, at um, Ginola. Ginola didn't he yeah. yeah well yeah we talked about that didn't we? Yeah. in the Ginola profile but, but Jacquet realised as did everybody in France that something needed to change big time mm. because he was this side so good in the 80s and it was they were just floundering and, and he was the man to, to try and, and turn it around and as I say he was assistant to Julio 
um, and he brought in some of the younger players as well. He gave Zidane his first cap, for example. Who? Uh, a guy called Zinedine Zidane. No. Um, he's in the Dean Manhattan Hall of Fame. Um, Kilban. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and France's fortunes began to began to change. They topped their qualification group for Euro '96 and went into the tournament as one of the more fancied teams. They reached the semi-finals, and the French press and the French public began to think, "Hang on a minute, we, we got quite a good side here, you know." And they were decent in, in, in the Euros. Um, however, after a poor showing at Le Tournoi, where England romped home champions, <laughs> that's oh. the real important part of this tournament. <laughs> if you remember nothing else. Um, <laughs> Uh, the, the press and the fans were calling to him, uh, f- calling for him to resign. I think that a lot of the fans were, 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 you know, shouting at him in the grounds during that tournament. They were worried because they thought he was going to put a poor showing at home during the World Cup. And when we've seen Brazil, haven't we, mm. get rid of Menezes and then get in Scolari because they thought, bloody old. Yeah, it's and a bit of a panic. It, it is quite a similar situation actually because it, there is a sense of panic in Brazil yeah. at the moment. You would think they'd be really confident going into this mm. and looking forward to it, especially with the side they've got and you know this. It, the fact they've got, they've got the World Cup coming and what mm. a brilliant thing that is for the country. But no, I think this is quite common, isn't it? Yeah, what, the, the pressure is so huge that you have to get it right. And, and England, were, like England were kind of the, a little bit the same in Euro '96, having failed to qualify for USA '94. We yeah. thought under you know a venable, so thought bloody hell, there were some really poor showings in friendlies beforehand. Mm. No, like a draw against like a Hong Kong selection. 11 before no, I think they were 1-0 Celeste's got the goal oh okay right yeah. but it was a very like, it was, I remember it being yeah. like a poor performance very uninspiring yeah but um, you know France didn't even have Skinner, Badil and Brody like we did <laughs> <laughs> but as I say they, they did have a good showing at Euro 96 so there was a bit of hope but then the tournoi and he was he was lampooned dare I say old uh, Jacquet you know and when you get lampooned you know you're in trouble um so the World Cup came around and there was a little bit of worry in the, the French public's minds about what was going to happen. Now, if you look at some of the names in that squad, you think, what on earth were you worried about? Because, of course, this tournament um, was the making or, or certainly the realisation for a lot, of, a lot of players that they were superb and, and went on to achieve greater things. A couple of the goalkeepers they had were Barthes, who was great, and Lamar was on, on the mm. bench, the older pair of hands. Um, at the back, Lizarazu, Laurent Blanc, Desailly, Turam, Leboeuf. Yeah. Do you know that Lizarazu has gone on to be a European Jiu-Jitsu champion since yeah. retiring from football? Wow. Oh, <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Midf- <laughs> That's better than the Arian Dazu thing of the last week. Oh, yeah? yeah? Get a load of this. They should team up. They yeah. should good cop, bad cop. Brilliant. How about this for a midfield? <laughs> Vieira, Deschamps, Zidane, Petit, Caramba, Pires. Yeah. And mm. Djurkaev would be kind of operating mm. up front and, and, and behind. And then up front they had Henri Trezeguet, Dugary and, and Stefan Gouvers. Um, <laughs> so, but, it, it, you know... Was Gouvers not important to them, though? Like, the way yeah. He, he did lead the line, didn't he? Yeah. I think he was... Um, he's like Brazil 82. Mm. Uh, who's <laughs> up front in Brazil 82? He's a bit of a lump. I can't remember his name but um, they had all these great <laughs> words and there you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what he's noted is one of the great Brazil sides exactly. you don't know his but the name but for- the forward was always um, slagged off a bit but yeah. they were so good in midfield and stuff. at that point like Karen Burr would play ahead of Vieira wouldn't he yeah, Vieira was would. still very young then. he would yeah, yeah. Mm. 22 I believe mm. then the World Cup, World Cup began with Brazil versus France France uh, sorry Brazil versus Scotland France would have to wait um, for starting their campaign the first up for the French was South Africa in Marseille oh big film singer yeah big film singer Load of goals for South Africa to qualify in World Cup night. Yeah. Mm. It was quite a big moment for South Africa. That of course. Yeah. 
Um, but a straightforward 3-0 win calmed the nerves of the French faithful. Christophe Dugary got their first goal of the tournament, an own goal, and then Thierry Henry. There's a 90s bloke. Three points. Who's that? Dugary. <laughs> yeah, Christophe Dugary. Birmingham Hall of Famer. Next up in France was Saudi Arabia, who were thrashed 4-0. Henri got a brace, Trezeguet got one, and Lisa Razou scored on one. He's finishing off a nice move. And Zizou got sent off in that game, didn't he? Well, Zizou gave us a little... Uh, a little inkling of what's to come. Exactly. <laughs> he was sent off for an unnecessary <laughs> stamp on one of the Saudi players. No, There's not a necessary stamp. <laughs> a stamp. What did he say? <laughs> what did he say? Well, the, the, the Saudi man slag him off. Yeah, yeah. Well, Having a go. Yeah, you would do that, wouldn't you? Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, so um, <laughs> they then ensured maximum points were achieved in their last group match against Denmark. They won two one. Jokev penalty and Emmanuel Petit goal. Um, they love the red card the French team yeah. Michael, Michael Laudrup's penalty would be one of only two goals the French would concede in the whole tournament that's how solid they were <laughs> not good game. enough <laughs> who scored that penalty? big Michael Laudrup excellent <laughs> good to get a mench for yeah, yeah of course now the, the, the back four was superb for France in that tournament Lisa Razou Desai Blanc and Turam possibly one of the best back lines like in mm-hmm. recent World Cup history oh, absolutely so, absolutely yeah. and that's the, the amazing thing as well is you do not think of that when you think of the France team until you think of those flowing just really joyous attacking football mm-hmm. um, and the, the, those solid foundations you know oh, just yeah, you're not getting. It's just t- teams. Teams just, as I recall, teams just didn't seem to get that many chances against no. them, and it was all about it was all about cutting cutting uh, the ball out before it got to anybody. There wasn't Absolutely. like you know the last ditch tackle. Yeah, it was a sort of clinical efficiency that you no. didn't really notice them. <laughs> yeah, because they were so effective. Yeah, and then and then we move on to well, Bartes was excellent throughout as well. I have to say, and then we move on to the midfield as I say, and, and, and I mean Zidane was always in there. Petit Deschamps just in front of the back four. Djorkaev was great. I love Djorkaev who's a fantastic mm. player he sort of played just behind uh, Grievous didn't he yeah. buzzing around the one criticism as we said was that the team lacked a real quality striker Henri scored a few in the group he was often playing on the wing though yeah Henri had um, properly been converted to a striker yeah. were, people not, were people not I don't really know it's a genuine question but were people not think sort of demanding that like Henri or, or Trezeguet would play ahead of Grievous yeah well Trezeguet I think because Grievous didn't score did the funny thing was that throughout the tournament they, they did um, swap it around quite a bit because they could they, they were so good yeah. at the back. Mm. they were so good in midfield they knew they would get chances they knew the midfielders would put away a few so um, they did mix around but Gouvache tended to be the one up front because Dugary I think was probably going to be the main striker but he got injured early on in the tournament yeah. we move on to the second round they were up against Chilever and Paraguay and they were worried Zidane's uh, oh I miss my youth <laughs> <laughs> his suspension was for two matches and he would miss this one and I think that's when France realised how great he was mm. and they thought crap we France they t- tended to be a little bit of worry throughout that tournament for, mm. for reasons previously mentioned and then they put a lot of hope into Dan when they came against Paraguay they were like oh no this this would, could really go wrong they'd seen um, things go wrong in the past against Bulgaria most notably and, and then getting beat off the Czech Republic in Euro 96 they wouldn't have thought that would happen but thanks to Big Sep there was a golden goal. <laughs> <laughs> that. There wasn't there. Was it, it was. It was set just in charge of FIFA in '98 around that time. Oh no! But I'm pretty sure he was around for the for the golden goal type of decision. Yeah, he was. I think he was just. Yeah, it was. It would certainly have been set to you. Um, and Laurent Blanc fittingly scored the goal because he was such a hero to them. And that's when the French began to believe. Mm. They came up against Italy at the Stade de France in the quarterfinals. Was, was set, did Set not get the job for that World Cup? Wasn't it like his big been. thing for the? Wasn't yeah. the golden goal his big initiative for this World Cup? I think so. As yeah. an incoming, right. I, I, was, might be, I might be wrong. I do it. remember there was uh, the, everyone was praising how the referees were performing, and then he went, 
um, they've been too lenient we need more yellow cards and then suddenly like everyone started moaning about the referee and it was like, overnight it really <laughs> yeah. happened that, refer- uh, that match uh, between France and Italy was uh, refereed by Hugh Dallas Oh yeah, Scotsman. Yeah. Him of the him of the coin. <laughs> sure. Um, the match was a stalemate and went to penalties. Lizarazu was the only Frenchman not to score, but um, uh, uh, Dimitri Albertini missed. Yeah, which was surprising, really. Oh, we don't like to see that. And uh, Lu- Luigi Di Biagio. Di Biagio yeah, missed, missed, yeah, yeah. Um, for Italy. So France triumphantly marched on, and I think that's the moment, isn't it, when France thought it's up. This really could be ours, and a penalty uh, shootout because, win often does that. Italy had a good team. I mean, they they managed by Cesare Maldini. That all sorts of decent Roberto players. Baggio was, was involved. Yeah. Christian Vieira up front. Mm. Yeah. So that's when they really start to believe. And also, they, they played Croatia in the semi-final. On paper, that was a favourable draw considering. Just um, on that quarter-final, Brazil were in the other Just on that quarter-final, Italy's back line mm. was Giuseppe Bergami, Fabio Cannavaro, Alessandro Costa Curta, and Paolo Maldini yeah. with Pagliuca in goal. Mm. It's a, a, no wonder <laughs> they were no fucking score. Destined to be a new They could have played. They could still be playing now. We're going to practice penalties. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they 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 played Croatia in uh, in in the semi final. Who, um, who had beaten Germany, by the way? In the who had beaten Germany? Well, this Germany? was a golden period for Croatia. Wow, right. what a team they were! They had a great yeah. side. Well, um, in fact, I think we put them in the well, league. We have, haven't we? we did last season. Yeah, uh, Davos Suka scored just after half time, and the Stade de France was silenced. And I think. Everyone in France was probably thinking, "Ah, oh, we've we've believed, and it's the hope that kills you." As we've said mm. for a minute, because Turan went straight up there and scored. Exactly. It? Yeah. it was only for a minute, and surely that was like, mm. "Oh, hang on a minute, this really is our time." He just went into another state, didn't he? he yeah. He didn't even remember scoring those goals. Mm. Just suddenly, he'd made a mistake, and then like he blinked, and it, it was two one, and he'd done it all, and he <laughs> was in amazing. a frenzy. Because like, over hundred and forty caps for France, two goals, both in the semi final, yeah. home territory mm, to yeah. win to go through to the final. Absolutely glorious. And then there was a, a vicious Laurent Blanc assault on Slaven Bill. <laughs> oh. A vicious assault. I mean, Laurent Blanc was magnificent in that tournament, and then he gets sent off for for a little push on Slaven Village. Mm. Use his full title, Rombert Axman. Rawbow is Rawbow. Sorry, not Robert. Robert. Yeah, <laughs> Fred. Village. You're French. You silly sausage. Um, <laughs> and he robbed the influential centre back of his place in the final, which was gutting. It's, just, it's outrageous. Gutting. It should have been sorted out. It, it should have been overturned because yeah. Billich made a massive meal of it. He dived, holding his face, was no need to do so. Uh, for, for younger listeners who wouldn't have seen it, it was a disgrace because it, basically. Because Billich is brilliant. Yeah. Because yeah. Blanc, I mean, Blanc should have played in, in the final. Yeah. And, so, and, and, it, and it was robbed from him. On his, in his home country, you know, when they lifted the World Cup, I and mean, how bittersweet is that? You know, um, it's, it's absolutely. And he, and he used to kiss Fabian Barthes on the head before every game. Exactly, little ritual. <laughs> Frank LeBouff would fill in. The Quite beef, the deputy. Yeah, exactly. Another bald man. Um, and in the final, France came up against Brazil. Brazil had had a good tournament up there. And in the previous rounds, their, their flair play from the likes of Ronaldo, Rivaldo, Danielson, and, and, and the rest. Had really sort of wowed the tournament. Um, something wasn't quite right, was it? Before the kickoff, there was a strange turn of events, Jim, which saw Ronaldo's name missing from the starting lineup, um, and everyone was like, "What?" And I remember Motson going absolutely outstanding. <laughs> going, he's, he's not on the team sheet. He's been handed in. Ronaldo's name is not on the team sheet. And all this. At the time, everyone was like, "What?" Well, it, of course, yeah, yeah. because Ronaldo was. I think he was the best player at the tournament. I think he was oh, um, and, and, well, Ed, he was, you know, and Edmundo was in his place yeah. as much as I'd love to have seen that I mean Edmundo did feature he came on but everyone was like what the hell's going on there's been no injury talk or anything and then it later came out that there's all sorts of conspiracy theories he'd, he'd had a fit the night before about Carlos had saved his life Nike were putting pressure on them to, <laughs> to play I mean all sorts of things there's a great talk, there's talk of that in um, 
in the, uh, the Alex Bale's book about Brazilian football right. mm. well they had actually had the public inquiry uh-huh. after that World Cup yeah. about why Brazil didn't win it mm. and apparently it got to the ridiculous stage where like these like, I think Roberto Carlos said he was called up into the dock in the courtroom and the prosecution uh, barrister whatever was going to him and so when um, Zidane scored that header you were supposed to be marking him so why didn't you mark him Roberto Carlos was like this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it's like a court of law why are you yeah. asking me this because they wanted to get to the bottom of Ronaldo apparently not being fit to play but Nike putting so much pressure That's on him right. to play and he didn't even get subbed off did he no. he was all over the place he, I mean he was just not at the races mm. and he was so electric mm. at the start of that he, tournament he, looked bew- he almost looked like he'd been drugged yeah, you know that's I mean? right. Yeah, he was. I mean, he should never have played. No, and, and he really scored the only goal in the semi, didn't he? Um, against against Holland. Against Holland, yeah, yeah, lovely goal it was too. Yeah. So nobody ever got to the bottom of that. Well, I think it, yeah, there was. There were different. Very, very legally sensitive. Still now, I think. Indeed, um, but anyway, the, the Jacque had um, set up his midfield with Deschamps sitting in front of the back four, Carambo in front of him was Zidane and Petit either side, and then Djorkiev supporting um, Givarch up front. To be honest, had Ronaldo been at the races, I think France with the home support with such a strong lineup mm. was still. They did absolutely blitz them as well. But they were yeah. brilliant. You don't know how much. I mean, the thing is though. Uh, you're probably it's still right. a huge talk. Ronaldo point. pressing from the front, defending mm. from the front, all over the place. That that, that very good back line yeah. wouldn't be as confident mm. with, a, with a fully fit and raring to go Ronaldo yeah. against him. But I think the home advantage would have got France over the line. But he was the best footballer in the world, Marcus. He was true. But they had Zidane. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's got to be factored in as well. Mm. And, uh, and Zidane got um, France going with two a brace of headers. Yeah, a brace of headers in the final. Jacque noted that Brazil weren't good at set pieces and exploited the balls off of them um, <laughs> into so, them so to, yeah exactly <laughs> into they, their they, goals they, 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 that's why they got sent off didn't they when they were right at the up. end right no you got sent off like before that didn't they I was it was fairly was like late 15 on. minutes from the end I was fairly I think it was might have been yeah, but France scored another goal after that Petit scored another goal yeah, yeah on the Petit break Vieira and Petit in the diamond it's a lovely one actually it's a well worked goal and then they wrapped up and made a little piece of history and asked them won the World Cup that day didn't they they win it every time let me have it um, and even when it was 2-0 you could still see some of the French supporters going oh no please yeah. after the sending <laughs> yeah. off and when that goal went in all hell broke loose and uh, and, and the, the celebration started and it, it was and probably forever will be France's finest oh, it hour. was magnificent yeah. and, and, and you can't really top beating winning the World Cup on your home territory exactly I mean, against Brazil yeah you know they've, they've reached the Euro uh, they've, they've won the Euro um, championship since and, and they've reached another final but and are now considered one of the big boys off the back of that as we said but yeah. that really was their, their, their finest hour and, and them, no one really saw it coming you know, that, yeah, it's like, a funny one, isn't it? When you, when you, I mean, when you look at the players and you look at the run, and you just—I remember looking back at that tournament, going, "Well, yeah, of course, it was just all set up for them." Yeah, you know, and, and they and they went and and filled the boots that everybody wanted them to do. Whereas at the time, you're right. Even in the final, I thought, "Oh, yeah, they'll they'll come unstuck against Brazil." Yeah. Well, the thing is, Brazil were, were obviously very good. Argentina had qualified well. Italy were fancy. England were there. Yeah, well, England, <laughs> England, England had a good. We had a good side. Yeah, a very good side. Mm. Though. Not good enough. Not good enough. <laughs> um, but uh, but David Beckham, uh, <laughs> Ame Jacque, um ten brave lines and one stupid kid. Uh, Ame Jacque <laughs> created <laughs> such a togetherness in the French camp, camp and given them that winning mentality that it was so, he is so important, really. Um, and Deschamps, the, the, who was the captain of, of that front side, said before making an important decision, Jacque liked to canvass the opinions uh, of his senior squad members. 
and in general he was always ready to listen to his players but once he had made his decision he always took responsibility for it he was always very attached to the, mo- uh, the notion of solidarity even in the most difficult moments when he was being attacked by the media he never budged an inch avoiding controversy in order to better protect his squad Bit like, bit like Dominic. Where there's blame, there's a claim. Yeah. But, but it's true, Jacques deserves all the credit in the world, really. Because he wasn't manager for the Euro 2000, was he? That was Roger Lemaire. That's right, yeah. Mm. And, he, and he, he, he got that team together, and, and my goodness, mm. they won the World Cup. They brought joy to us, actually. They were a very good team to Yeah, they were. They were joy brilliant. to the world. Yeah. Joy to the world. And they're coming into the United Bonjour. Mais oui. Allez, Très bien. C'est vous la classe. Oh, Allez les bleus. Givash is in the Dingley Dance Hall of Fame. I can't yeah. believe it. And that's why Finally. it's so brilliant. Thin. Yeah. Uh, that is the end of the, <laughs> of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you had a good time. Uh, if you want to get in touch, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Pipe the fuck down. Oh. I shall do. Goodbye. Piss. <laughs> One more to get through, and then we can stop. <laughs> Babtridge. <laughs> I, I won't do anymore. I won't do anymore. Ladies and gentlemen, it's pro. No time for love, Doctor Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we finish by eight? Ladies and gentlemen, it's profile Gentlemen. Gentlemen. <laughs> Ibrahim Al Sharani, twenty-three-year-old midfield player. Forward, actually, for Saudi Arabia and the Carlos Alberto Pereira in the 1998 World Cup. Come At the on. time, he was playing for Al Ahly. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.